Draft Boys, the FBL Draft Podcast, as always, joined by Miley G, Hito, and myself, Whitey. Lads, how are we doing? Oh, oh yeah. good. Two podcasts in one week, eh? Love it. Well, Love it. that's what preseason requires. Let's get into it. It's really like, you know, you got to just dig in, mm. figure out what you're going to do. Yeah. Get and, your studs on. And, you know, we've been learning this week. Yeah. No doubt. We've been just doing the hard yards, doing the research for you guys, mm-hmm. but... This is the most important part of the draft season, right? It yeah. makes us better. 100%. Oh, yeah. And we're bougie this week. You know, it's our oh, second wow. podcast location. We're fucking fancy. Oh, yeah. Must we go nice. around. There's a new little lamp. It's like one of those... Um, what would you call that? Well, the little... You know when they've got the... the um, the filament is like glowing. It's like the retro vibe. Yeah. It's kind of like a reverse cool. pendant light. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. sick. Um, Hito's really surprised, surprised us this week with some really nice vibes. Yeah. Bad and bougie. Um, vibes. In fact, let's just really increase that. Turn oh, the lights off. turning them off. Oh, dim them. Oh, Jesus. They oh. don't dim very low. No, they do like to flicker when they go low <laughs> as well. Okay, good. <laughs> Imagine one we'll day when them. we're actually like a video podcast. Oh. The lighting will be sublime. It's going to be crazy. There's yeah. like a lovely glow coming off the laptop on your face. Yeah. You need to increase your screen brightness, Edo, okay. so I get more of that. <laughs> okay. Well, we um, still get Miles Miles, has some uh, good stuff going on. Miles tops off episodes if we bring Ooh. in the camera. Oh. <laughs> oh, Actually, that, I think so, we're going to get a lot more that, of them. I've <laughs> just started back at the gym to try and lose this COVID belly that <laughs> yeah. has somehow lasted three years. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you had a good run there. into COVID. <laughs> when we're like 55, we'll just be COVID weight, man. Am I? Oh, I'm up to my 15th uh, jab or something yeah, like that. I know. Yeah. Are, how many jabs do you reckon we'll have, have had by like two years' time? Oh, oh man. I don't know. Man. Minimum 10. Like two I a can't year. even remember the last one I got. Two a year whatever. minimum, I reckon. All right. I left enough COVID chat, more fantasy chat. Yeah. So last uh, last episode we covered the uh, the top ten teams in Not the alphabet. Not the top ten. The, the top ten, ten. The first ten teams in the alphabet. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was it was probably a bit light on in terms of fantasy prospects. The uh, the back end of the alphabet tends seems to be a little bit more heavy in the talent department. Oh yeah. I don't know if there's any correlation between alphabet and. Well, Chelsea's in the first and they're always in the top four, so it's probably not. Yeah, it can't be. Mm. You're right. And they're really carrying the top of the alphabet, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, Arsenal they're really aren't really doing their job. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Arsenal's going to be all right this season. Money. I know, but I just wanted to trash them a little. All oh, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so boys, uh, why don't we get into a bit of snack chat? Let's do it. And, Let's do uh, it. Yeah, dig into this pod. All right, so I'm actually on Snack Chat this week. Oh, my sound crunchy. I've got these things. It's they're new. They're called Double Crunch <gasps> Smiths. Oh, and I just went there with the OG just to try I them out. Love Crunch, original crunch. flavor. I'm not oh. sure you've chosen a great podcast snack. That's true. <laughs> so if you hear a lot of crunching this podcast, we'll you know mute. who to blame. We we'll just have to mute. Everything. Okay, so as I see these chips, um, or you know. What what are they called? Chips in America, crisp. No, crisp. that's English. Yeah, chips. No, they because they call French fries. Oh yeah, fries. that's right. Fries is fries. Chips is chips. chips yeah, yeah, probably chips. Okay, what we're seeing here is quite a thick. It's um, very thick chip with a nice. Uh, oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> that was so loud. Wow. We should actually be at the commercial for these chips. This is a bit of ASMR thick. here. Yeah, and look for the drinks, boys. I got this thing called Can. It's a vodka soda. 
low sugar ruby grapefruit flavored drink. Dude, you go to Tahito every week. No, it's it. just to see, be. See what I'm doing now? I'm throwing it back in your face. To be fair, I came from drinks and I had quite a few beers, That's and I just fair. didn't want to drink it beers anymore tonight. I get it. I get it. Well, thank so, you very much. Um, just, beers would have gone great with these salty chips, but I, I forgive you. Yeah. Um, well, can now I yeah. love an original chip, and the extra crunch is taken to the next level. I mean, if it was paired with a beer, fuck, it would have been perfection. But yeah, no, I'm going to give it an eight point eight. I love an original chip. They're really good. I gotta have one more quickly. Yeah, and this can I'm going to put it up on socials. It's like a pink, a pink tin. It's quite delicious. Actually. Chips, solid seven. Mm-hmm. And the drink, I quite, I really like it. I'm going to give it 8.5. Yeah, I like it as well. Okay, a little cheers. Really smashable. Chin chin. Yeah. Um, and give us some ratings. It's got quite an interesting odor. Right yeah. in the beret. I like it because sometimes like the vodka soda, it just you smell the flavor, but you don't taste it. Mm. Whereas this, you actually can. I do taste it. I like it. It's very light. It's very nice. Did you say it was... Um, what did you say grapefruit. it was? Grapefruit. Yeah. Ruby grapefruit, actually. Vodka soda. Yeah. Oh, wow. I give that... For a vodka soda, that's good. It is good. But I'm not going to rate it on a vodka soda scale. I'm just going to rate it on an overall drink scale, which may be harsh. Yeah. 7.1. That's a good guess. I'd smash like three of these easy. 7.4. Okay. Wow. Better than... I like it. Yeah. Let's well get done, into Marley. some football. Oh, wait. Did Hito rate the drink? Yeah. yeah. 8.5. Oh, Jesus. Big. Yeah, I really like it. I know. I know I'm not surprised. I know my boy. Okay. I know my boys. All right. So um, if you didn't listen to the preseason at one, um, go ahead and it doesn't, it's not necessarily in order. So you can listen to this first and just go back and listen to the other. But uh, yeah, we're going to basically talk about uh, the transfers, um, rumors around each club, and then we'll go deep dive into each position uh, forwards, mids, defenders, goalkeepers for each club, and then we'll just keep going down that list yeah, and chat uh, a bit about the team as well and yeah. how we're vibing. And we'll mix in a little bit of draft tactics too. 100%. Yeah, and I think we even have a question this week. We do. We got old fan favorite. Who no. was it? Southie. Oh, Southie! Oh, Southie. Southie. All right, Southie. What what's up? Um, okay, well, we'll get to that at some point. Do you want to dive straight into Southie's question? We'll just open. Yeah, let's do it. Or do we just make sure she listens to the whole pod? No, and no, we do let's it right get into it. it. <laughs> just in case she's busy, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's so fair. she's basically reached out and said that, you know, her league's drafting this weekend, a little mm-hmm. bit early, but she's away camping. So she wanted to know if we had any, like, tactics on setting up an auto draft. Um, not Southie, ideal. I'm not already ideal. a little bit concerned about your commitment to drafting because you mm. just can't be away from a draft. Yeah. You, you've it done it It has before. to be an emergency. I know. I was twice for work. Yeah, I was working. Stre- yeah. And it was stressful. But I was able to call in for most and then I had someone there controlling my draft. Yeah. So someone I trusted. And there was I don't lot, remember who that was. There was lots of different things. It was like, oh, if I've got this many midfielders by this point, I want a defender or vice versa. Yeah, and you've got to have someone that you really trust to actually try and execute that for you. Mm. I mean, it depends on your league and what your friends it's are like. It's lucky for us too because we also just do it in a spreadsheet. We don't do it in the actual in the actual draft thing, in yeah. the website, like and have to stick to the time limit there. So, yeah, 100%. But, yeah. but it was interesting with this dilemma of, you know, you've got to do a lot of work, Southie, I think here. You've got to really yeah. build out an extensive list because you've got to remember every 
five or six or seven picks depending how big your league is, you're just going to lose all those players. Yeah. So you got to be looking at like how far down do you really want to draft until the point where you're like, okay, I've got 80% of my team here, happy to leave last midfielder and last defender. To auto-pick. To auto-pick. Because that's essentially what happens, right? So mm. you go, basically you put a watch, make a watch list mm. and then uh, it will basically draft on who's available at the top of your watch list watch list down and then if you if it runs out of players it'll just go to the next highest uh draft rank and mm, yeah. an available draft rank player so oh, yeah. so the only experience i'll say even though i i don't have any would be is you've got to select the watch list and then you can tinker within the list and you can move people up and down yeah so you just got to remember that sometimes the draft rank that the fantasy site give you are very loose and i don't think that they're very accurate because, you know, you, you've got a lot of players and then you've got, you know, say the wingbacks like Trent and Robinson who are, you know, maybe 26th pick when they could be quite higher and things like that. Yeah. Example, Ronaldo's sixth. Yeah. A lot of question marks around him. Like He knows? might not even be there. So you might even want to just leave that out completely. You've got to be super careful with that. And and if you just left it to auto pick, you'd be in a lot of trouble for, mm. for those reasons. And I honestly think that what I don't know how they pick those draft ranks. Yeah. I mean, yes, they are mildly helpful as long as you're looking at it with an educated opinion. But I don't know how they do that. I If I think if they actually made that too accurate, mm. then it would make draft very boring i think everyone would just draft off the draft ranks yeah that's true so i don't know how much effort they put into coming up with those numbers or how accurate they are it may be deliberate depending on how southie's league drafts she could always give me her password and i'll draft for her whoa if i can huge offer if, if they draft from the website and i can just be you know her i'll do that for you southie so if if that can work Get in touch on the socials and draft boys will draft for you. Oh, shit. Now, that's what happens when you message us, you know. We come out there. We help the people. Our service. I don't know if I'm going to regret that. I don't know if I'm busy and my missus or, is going to be like tilted. Let's just start is it next like, week in our draft? <laughs> no, it's this week. She's doing it early apparently. Oh, okay. yeah. So oh, this weekend. Or, or we can at least just like help guide your watch list. Yeah, at least order. And Miles, can you text minimum. us during? And if you've got any dilemmas, like we'll I'll try go and live. Help. I might go f- like Facebook Live, oh. Instagram Live. Oh, that's so good. I hope that people in her draft don't listen, and she's the only one. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. All right, get in touch. Okay. Um. Thanks for that, Southie. All right. Now we're going to talk about Leicester. Let's do it. <coughs> Transfers. Yeah. Crickets. If only we had sound effects. That uh, cough was perfect time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really surprised here they've not brought any players in. I think a lot of the chat surrounding this is that it's financial issues, that they need to raise funds by selling players. And there's a lot of rumors of heaps of their players going elsewhere. Like I've heard Harvey Barnes to Newcastle. I've heard Maddo to Arsenal. Tielemans um, to Arsenal. Tielemans to Arsenal. Now, but, yeah. but still, like that, you know, all of these guys are being linked with moves away. So there's a very, there's a lot of, um, uncertainty surrounding Leicester. So you'd pretty much just have to pick the most loyal Leicester player mm. if you're going to draft and just draft just draft Vardy. When are they going to get a fucking Red Bull sponsorship? I'm pretty annoyed about it. Well, he might end up at Salzburg at some point. <laughs> He'd have to. That'd be amazing. <laughs> He's the fucking poster boy. Part of his contract of how many cases he gets instead of a uh, salary. By All right. cases. Let's talk about Vardy. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. First thing, 
where does he go? What round does he go in the draft for you? After an in- injuries-ridden season, what do you think? I still think probably the back end of round two, possibly round three is more suitable for him. But he could be a bit of a sleeper pick this year. People might be sleeping on him. I think so, but we also always think that every year, you know, every year everyone's like, can he do it again? Mm, and and he, then he backs it up. Mm. Now, last year was maybe the first time that he hadn't. Mm. But if you look at his numbers without the injury, he scored 15 goals in, one, you know, 1,800 minutes or 1,900 minutes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're no longer playing in Europe. If mm. they do manage to keep some of their players, um, you could actually see a decent haul again from Vardy. Yeah. I think you've also got to, you got to look at really like what comes next in terms of um, the, like the players around him, like the strikers, it's really hard to judge like anyone like really better than him because it drops off so quickly. It does, like, doesn't you it? You look at just the, even just looking at the draft rank and the list that I've got in front of me, like Kane, Haaland, Ronaldo, Vardy, Jota, Darwin, Charleston, Jesus. Then you just start hitting like Werner, Calvert-Lewin, like it drops off pretty quick after about six or seven. Yeah, but again, there. that's another example of the draft rank being shit. But like, I think why but that, is I mean, Werner more, there? Like I think there are yeah. more options. Than but I mean, more you go down further and you just start hitting Watkins, Wilson, Bamford, mm. like players that are not crazy standouts. So I think what your mm. question is not around of how high he is in the striker list. It's how do you compare him to a midfielder? Yes. Yeah, I'd agree with because that. Strikers drop off so quickly. You're not like, oh, Vardy's a lot better than you know, after probably top five strikers. Yeah, you, I guess you... Where uh, does he sit in the midfield? You've got to try and project his points. I yeah. think another com- interesting conversation um, is who comes in for Vardy if he gets injured? Well, there's like lots of uh, appearances last year from Dakar and Iniacho. Mm. None really lit the league up. Like Dakar scored a shitload in the um, Europa League, I think. Yeah. Um, but it didn't really translate... And Kalichi didn't back up the tail end of his no. season the year before no. um, when he did get the opportunity. And, uh, well, actually, if you take a look at uh, their preseason, and we all know preseason's preseason, but still three goals and one assist from Dhaka is uh, That's pretty actually good. pretty good. So he's been looking sharp. I've heard his name a few times. So I, I think, you know, potentially he's... A conversation we had about him, but again, there's so many question marks about Leicester. There's only a certain number of players that we you would really consider from this team, um, and I think we maybe we should move on to their mids now. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, so Barnes might be leaving. Yeah, I think Madison. You know, he's a pick regardless of what club he ends up at if he does go. So I still think it's safe to 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 get Madison or Barnes because they should be going to Premier League clubs if they do go. Yeah. And then there's just the question mark over Thielmans. Yeah, look, he really holds that midfield together. And, I mean, maybe we can chat a little bit on defense too. But they had a really bad defense last year. and So but, many injuries. But they, exactly, they also had shocking injuries. Mm. You know, is this team going to be refreshed comp- just by the fact that they actually have a defense again? And, you know, there's not that many injuries floating around at the moment. Vardy's fit. Um, you know, they do still have those players we're talking about. Mm. If they all glue, is that enough and no Europe? The consistency of the past few years will be really key for them. And I think that gives you a nice stable platform to approach these players moving forward. No one's going to go 
I'm not expecting over-indexing in any way, but I don't expect it a crazy drop-off. I think they give you that nice balance in the middle where they're just a solid pick as like your maybe second mid, potentially yeah. depending how it comes down to you. But but mm. Madison, like, man, he, he had a haul. That's 181 points. Where does he go for you guys? And he started so slow. Remember the first 10 game weeks? He was absent. If he carries it, that momentum, yeah, he could be... A big fantasy scorer. I think it's risky, but I think if the opportunity comes to you at that point of the draft, you've got to pull the trigger. A hundred percent. But where is it? What point is it? For me, yeah, it'd be probably top top 15 players. For Maddo? Yeah. I think it's a little bit further for me. You think you'll go after the top 15? For me, it would be. Really? Yeah. Wow! Just because I'm I'm a little bit concerned about Leicester. That's that's me. And also, we're talk, You know, remember last week we talked about risks. Mm. You know, it depends what you've already drafted. You may have already have a risk in your team. Like for example, you might already have Vardy based on what we just said. Yeah. And if you're faced with that decision in the draft, and you're like, okay, Madison's the next pick. Well, okay, maybe don't take that risk there because you've already mm. taken a risk on Vardy. Um, is there any standouts from the defense you guys want to talk about? Uh, Pereira, Justin? Not really. No, last year is such a, an off-season for them. Like Defenders in the past have, have been solid for them. But if Pereira stays fit, though, man, he, is, he gets uh, really good stats going forward. They really do. I think they're definitely like a solid pick that you can, that you can swoop in on later on. But I don't value them incredibly highly. I think I value, value them where they sit basically as a team on the table, like a yeah. top yeah. seven, eight team. And that's where I kind of value them. Um, last thing, rumors of Schmeichel potentially moving as well. It's going to damage them. But the thing is, there's rumors of all their players leaving just because they said they need to sell to be able to buy. Right. So I don't know what to take of that, how solid a lot of these things are. Mm. Um, final shout out, Dewsbury Hall, one goal, three assists, looking sharp in preseason. Mm. And if some of those players leave, he could stand to slip in. Yeah, so moments last season. Not a draftable player, but one to keep an eye on. Possibly yeah. a draftable. Possibly. Last mid. Liverpool. Wow. Yeah, my boys. You like that little segue? We're already at Liverpool. Oh, so good. All right, let's talk. Transfers in. Lots going on. All right, so let's talk Nunes. We brought him up the other week, but let's talk about it. Yeah, new boy. Scored lots of goals in the Portuguese league last season. Yeah. 26 goals, four assists in 28 games. Uh, Incredibly fast player, really tall, tall boy. Bit of a bit of a shift for us having a, a taller striker focal point. Yeah, they're going to be changing the way that they play. Yeah, all the channels and stuff, so he can be running into them. He really creates lots of space, mm. so I think he's going to be um, he's going to really light it up. I just don't know how much climatization there's going to be. Like, I think it's going to maybe take a little bit. I um, think that really depends on that Firmino still being there, and also Jota. You yeah. know, he's been playing up there too and that's, been very good. That's the thing. There's going to be so much competition and rotation. Across that front few players, definitely Firmino's at the bottom of the order. But if you end up with any of those forward players like Salah, Diaz, Jota, Darwin, I think you're going to be quite comfortable with. We also got five subs this year, boys, in the league. Yeah, yeah that's, that's so crazy. More about. chance for these players to come on and get 20 minutes. It will minutes. affect those players, won't it? It will give more, those more outside players a chance to mm. perform. But 100%. you also do see managers that. Don't use the substitute. Oh, like Klopp, Klopp doesn't use them a lot. Yeah, so you know you might not see that much difference from him, 
but he may be forced into that kind of a decision. Mm, yeah. But, um, I, oh, sorry, I think you want to say something? Miles? I was going to say, even though Firmino will be at the bottom of that list, he's been pretty crazy during preseason. And I know you've got to That's take what, what I you will. Ask. But he's kind Didn't of taken on four goals in like 45 minutes or something. Well, was that, that a thing? That was Nunes. That was, oh, sorry. That what was Darwin. But was it Firmino as well? I thought Firmino was just the creator. Yeah, he's definitely been involved and he looks really sharp. Yeah. But that's oh, what sorry, I kind of was saying earlier this week in our other pod about if Jota is injured and Darwin takes a little bit to acclimatize, Bobby is a nice standard early season yeah. potential. I think he's probably going to get the run. I, from my opinion, from what I've heard, I just think he's probably going to get at the first few games until Jota is fit. Yeah. So it's a hard thing. For, when we're talking about draft, we're talking about a player that you want for the whole season, essentially. Yeah, you've got to that's, look at the big that's picture. That's the way that you should be drafting. So yeah. just to draft Firmino as your second striker is a terrible decision. But if you can maybe pick him up as your third, that's an option. Or if then you've you, gone yeah. heavy, you might have gone heavy mids mm. and a few key defenders. And by the time you get to that point, it's really yeah. Yeah. chalk and cheese, like what you go for. But And picking up someone like Firmino may leave, you know, you might go, okay, he might play the first two game weeks. They might Liverpool have some pretty good fixtures. I can swap him out for someone off the bench or the first form player you see. And we all know you've got to jump on those players early and mm. you can get tied up by having too many big names. Undroppable teams, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, let's move on to their last, second uh, signing for the season just quickly. Uh, Carvalho. Yeah. Uh, Carvalho. Yeah, Carvalho from Fulham. Yeah, 10 goals and 8 assists. Yeah, in the championship last year. Bit of a prospect. He's going to be kind of Harvey Elliott vibes. Mm. Um, I don't think he'll be a starting 11 player, but he definitely should get some minutes and be bettered in this season. For fantasy, wait and see. He might get the occasional rotation. But I wouldn't be really deep leagues. He's not being drafted. No, and I this really is preseason draft podcast. I really wouldn't bank on him. Yeah. All right. Now, we have talked about the Fords a fair bit here. Um, maybe just a quick uh, num- bit about the numbers. 175 points from Jota, 15 goals, 7 assists. Um, and a few injuries and a bit of rotation. Um, I don't know if either of you guys have his minutes in front of you, but that, I think that's a pretty good return on his minutes. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah, um, he definitely missed a bit of last season um, with a little bit of injury and towards particularly towards the back end. But I think if you're going these players, they're um, Darwin, Jota, Diaz. Like, oh, sorry, he's a he's a mid, but like, there's a lot of options there. I think it's just a question of how early you go. Mm. I think Jota could, based on the fact that like we're talking about right now, that he mm. might get rotated. Right? Let's say he's fit for the season. He was injured last season so maybe his minutes will be relatively the same and 175 points for Ford as we've said is a good haul it is very good but he even if he has as good a season as he had last year he won't get 175 because he's a forward so he gets one point less for a goal plus the the clean sheets that Liverpool keep but he (laughs) gives you that variety though now with diversity because you didn't necessarily have as many forward options. Many forward options. Mm. It puts him up there, opens up a midfield spot for someone else. Yeah. And like we've got Havertz and stuff in the forward. So we've got options up there to fill Where the Where do you spots. think as, there is, them as forwards are going in the draft? I think Nunes has got to go. Top 15. Top 10. Yeah. Well, I, I would have gone Jota above Nunes. I just think that long-term Nunes is going to be the option. But that's not this season and, for me. No, but and Jota's injured right now. So if Nunes but jumps in... he might miss in, the first game. And I think Firmino will play that first game. 
Maybe. I think Nunes is definitely coming on. And if he lights it up, Klopp's not going to be shy away. Let, let's just see. Let's just see. Mm. I, I, yeah. For me, it's Jota before him. I think that they're very close, whether one's in front of the other. It's, I think they're going very close together. Yeah. yeah. First, first round, top, beginning that, of the second round for me. Yeah. They're in that top 10, 15 player picks. Well, mm. All right. Well, let's just because they're Liverpool too. It's for a shitload of goals. Let's talk about the first draft pick. Yeah, you reckon? Get, let's talk about Liverpool midfield. <laughs> Mo Salah. I think the easiest one here is Salah. Yeah, I mean, if you get dra- first draft pick, you can't not pick Salah. Fantasy fucking royalty. Like, I think he's probably the best fantasy player of all time at this point. Probably Aguero might notch him just because of the how many seasons he's played. I guess, but like the consistency of Salah here, like yeah, probably two hundred and thirty plus points in his last in his five seasons. Not even that's every season he's played in the Prem. Yeah, that's true. He's got that's more unreal. than two hundred and thirty points. Yeah, that's insane. And some Very of those insane. times the numbers are crazy high, like breaking records. Yeah, I just think, yeah, that's going to be hard to beat. It's definitely going to be hard to beat, but I wouldn't put it past possibly KDB to do it this year. I think we'll get to that, but I think City are going to be fucking electric. I'm looking forward to having a chat about that. Yeah. Okay, so, um, and then, Hito, we've brought him up already, Luis Diaz. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, we spoke a little bit about him earlier this week because we we're talking about the rotation options within your strategy, but he's basically got that left wing spot nailed on, replacement Mane, incredibly strong pick. He lit up the season Second half of last season, hit the ground running. Can't even imagine what a full season under his belt and a preseason is going to do. Is um, I, like I think there were flashes of a bit of inconsistency um, from him at the end of last season. There were definitely like he'd go really hot and then he'd go a bit cold and he'd go hot. Mm. Um, whereas maybe Mane had been quite consistent, I guess, maybe over the, if you look at his whole Liverpool mm. career. Um, do you think he's going to immediately... Fill Mane's shoes in terms of points. Can you expect that kind of a haul from him? I don't or think would you so. be gauging yourself and taking 20 off or something? Yeah, like, I wouldn't be thinking it's a direct Mane type pick mm. back up, but it's in a team that creates a shitload of goals, wins most of their games, scores a lot of goals, mm-hmm. lively attacker. Like it's definitely not as valuable as Mane because Mane's like a first round pick, mm. but Diaz could definitely be a first round pick. Okay, let's talk about the other mids. Are any of them draftable? No, no. not at this stage. No, no that's what not. I thought. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about the defense. Yeah, this is probably one of the best. Def- well, this is was the best defense last year. I think they kept twenty clean sheets, mm. and they have consistently had what the top defender in this team. Trent. Mm. I mean, two hundred and eight points, fourteen attacking returns, thirty-two bonus. Um, Definitely the first defender to go, but where will he be picked? It's a really tough decision and it really depends on your league, what draft pick you get. You know, I think if you're an early draft pick, then, you know, on the way back, a lot of good forwards and mids have been taken. So you might be forced to take, um, you know, a a wing back, whether it be, you know, uh, James or Chilwell or Trent or Robbo Mm. or Cancelo, you know, you're going to have a lot of options this year. Um, So it really depends. I I think it's, it's, you know, if you're a middle of the round pick and you're not too happy with your first round pick, you might have to go Trent. I think, yeah, for me, I mean, in our league, at least I think the last two years, 
it's gone before the end of the snake of a seven man league, right? Yeah. Uh, and I mean, that means first round or beginning of the second. Mm. And I actually think that's where he belongs. And yep. with the consistency of his performances, I don't think anyone is going, oh, I might snag a defender late. I might be able to get Trent later. Like everyone knows what Trent's capable of. Mm. And he does outscore by quite a substantial amount the other, um, you know, the next best defenders. I think who was the next best defender? Was it um, Robbo? Yeah, I think it was Cancelo oh, actually. Cancelo, yeah, what was he, Cancelo? yeah, Cancelo was really. He high. was just oh, one. Yeah, just behind. So, and uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a real question of whether Cancelo can do it again, and I'm sure we'll get to that. And Cancelo had an amazing season. I don't know if she can back that up, but he still will be it's a in an great amazing asset. team. Though. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. But he had so many attacking returns, like a ridiculous amount. Like yeah. some of his assists came from the middle of the park. Yeah, we'll I talk know. about that. I know, and he shoots from everywhere. But let's okay. Let's talk about the other Liverpool um, defensive assets because they're actually all good. Robinson with 186 points, uh, Van Dyke with 183, Matip with 170. Like mm. whoa, huge! It's insane. Yeah, and then Allison had what like one one seventy six. Yeah, like holy shit! They're, that is insane. Yeah. Like that's that's what twenty clean sheets gets you. Hundred percent. But they also get a lot of bonus too. They do, yeah. Um, so for you, Heat, obviously, I think Robertson's the second best of those options. Yeah, still is. Yeah, and even with the only the two hundred two uh, two thousand five hundred minutes or whatever he played, like he had like twenty seven returns and twenty one starts. Yeah, it's crazy. Do you think that they bleed um, Simarcus? Simarcus? I don't think so. Yeah, Simarcus. I I don't think he would get. He might get a few more minutes, just mm. like. Maybe the extra sub might allow Robbo to come off with 20 to go. Yeah. But I don't know. From what we've seen so far, like Robbo is just a fucking engine and he's well, insane. Like I just don't well, see. I'm looking at here his numbers from that to the end of the season. Obviously, he was injured at a fair bit at yeah. the beginning. 7.6 points per match. Yeah, he finished really well. Like way he was scoring. Trent. It helps yeah, my charge. He was better, better than Trent. Trent. Yeah. I think that's the one way you could watch to do your double player strategy. mm depending how the season kicks off and the rotation starts coming in early on, mm. is it something you might want to take a punt on to double up on left back? Yeah, Because he is a good... It's not just like a shitty youngster coming in. It's like he will take the set pieces for corners mm. and produce, you know, not as good attack. And he's turns, got a fire still, in him, that kid. Yeah, he's got a fire. He's yeah. got a good cross on him. Okay, VVD and Matip. Let's keep this one short because we know what they are. Yeah, 183 points for VVD is... It's high for him, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I, I think it's where he should be, to be honest. I agree with his ability, but I wouldn't be surprised if that dropped just a little. But if Liverpool, if Trent and Robbo don't get attacking returns, VVD actually gets BPS because BPS is more focused on center defenders mm. than wing backs. So as long as, like, that's why VVB. VVD like got so many points last year. Yeah. Because he got so many bonus points. He was so consistent. Yeah. Okay. These are your top tier defender picks. These are, mm. you're slotting in these players quite early. Yeah. So, Matip, I think that's what important one for us to talk about because that is a very high score for him. Yeah. That, that is high for him. I, I would agree. Now, I think 
you know, with the potential rotation of Kanate, um, Heat, what do you think? Uh, like, is Kanate only going to work more into this team? There probably will be a little bit more rotation. It just depends. Like last year, Matip just had amazing form and mm. Gomez was injured. So it just became Kanate having that rotation spot with Champions League games and mm-hmm. every now and again. It's just, it's definitely up there. Like you take the the punt to try and get a Liverpool defender that will mm. play most games, but you definitely don't value him as high as the other three. Yeah. You're definitely throwing in other players from other teams that you know are starting every 100% over him. But I don't think that you can win the league without having a Liverpool defender. I think so. You have to have a crazy fucking team. You have to have yeah. a good one or Cancelo. I mean, like... Yeah, but... I, even I, then. But still, you need the consistency of the clean sheets and the attacking returns that yep. Liverpool defenders 100%. get. Okay. Now, I mean, we talked about Alisson. 176 points already. He's going to go early. I think, you know, I think you'll figure out exactly where that'll be. Probably third round. Mm maybe top 15, 20 picks. Like yeah. that's potentially where he belongs to go. Quick draft strategy strategy before we move on. Yeah. So last year I drafted Allison and Edison within like a pick of each other. Mm. Like I went back to back keeper picks and I simply did it for trade value and also to uh. block someone else from not having those points. Yeah. Because I know that if I've got both of them, someone's not getting those clean sheets. And I know that mid-season, someone's going to get so fed up with me having two you know, premium keepers that they're going to give me a starter, like a mid or a forward that I want. And I basically have a choice of it because they might want a really good keeper. They'll, they'll have a shit keeper. So not bad. it's a good draft strategy if it fits in with what you're trying what to What you've produce. built beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's hard to do, but it's something, something that, to keep I, in mind that I did last that year and yeah. it worked for me. Let's talk City. Um, now, their transfers in are obvious. Um, we've got Haaland, who is a machine. Um, and we've got, obviously, uh, Calvin Phillips, too. So, um, Phillips... You not know, a fantasy pick. Not a fantasy pick, but um, generally for City, great signing, yeah. I think. You know, they definitely yeah. needed something around there. And yeah, he's going to give them more, only more depth. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, really. Um, but he's only going to add more to players around him, like Holland. So maybe let's just get straight into Holland. Yeah, last three seasons, <laughs> 22 goals last year, 27 the year before, 13 the year before that. It's uh, He's a big boy. He's a massive. I reckon he's going to come in and just light the Premier League on fire. I believe that he is built for it. I know that there's a lot of strikers that have come in and failed to do so, but I do not believe that he will be like that. What do you think about all this chat about built into his contract, they're going to manage his minutes? Have you heard about this? No, talk to me. Okay, so built into his contract, one of the things to draw him away from Real Madrid was... Uh, because he was nervous about the intensity of play and injuries that might happen in the Premier League. Um, he was being drawn to Real Madrid by the fact that it's a bit slower and easier on the body kind of thing. Right. Um, City basically built into his contract to lure him there to say, you will manage your minutes, we'll rest you, you know, like you will get rest kind wow. of thing. So, I mean, with the injury he had last year and, you know, the depth and the size of the Man City squad, they can handle not playing him. Mm. I I mean I think he's going to play Bring him on for thirty, play him for sixty. Oh well, yeah. Like either way, it could be it could be like that, or it could mm. just be like you know 
look at that from game week. What is it from game week six or something? Those Champions League fixtures start. And from there, they're playing like twice a week for like the top four teams mm. are playing twice a week until like game week 16 or something. Yeah. It's crazy. Like the, so there's going to be heaps of rotation in those teams. Pep Roulette, baby. And they've definitely Roulette. brought him in to win Champions League. That's true. Like that's so, a goal for them. So, that's so a, yeah. That's a good shout. It's mm. interesting. I think he still has to go high. You just can't. He will go high. but Because he'll come on and fucking score three goals. The question yeah. that everyone's going to ask is, is he higher than Hallen? Uh, the, is he higher than Kane? That's a, such a massive debate. And I know it's happening in the budget world um, because you kind of have to make a decision because you can't stack so much money in your in your forward picks. But it's the same for draft. There's no way if you get Kane, you'll get Holland. No, probably not. Unless, yeah. There's no, no way. There's no way. He's going to, Holland will go. They're both probably, first round. Yeah. Top four picks. I mean, f- I would be surprised if it goes to four. We'll get to Kane, but I, I think Kane's probably going to have one of his best seasons this year. I'm looking forward to talking about yeah, that. So. All right. So, um, and oh, one last thing, 83 minutes per goal. Um, over three seasons. I don't know if we already said that. Did we say no. that? And the next best is Salah at 120 minutes per goal. Yeah, he's he's an animal. Like, and and that's factoring in obviously he's you know been injured, but that's just like and he, can he score scores them all every game. He scores poaching goals. He scores just like worldy top bins. He scores out the box. Youngest he's, player to score 20 Champions League goals. He's a good pen taker. Like, yeah, I, he could be on pens. I heard another chat about the yeah, fact that he might do get like pens off Mares. Mares mm. definitely doesn't deserve to be on pens. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> apparently that he's the pen taker. Uh, if I he's on, be surprised. Yeah, if he's on, but then like you've got Holland, who he's got those Latin, Zlatan vibes. Like yeah, he he's just gonna go in there and just like, no, this is mine. You little. I score goals. I get paid to score goals. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, yeah, like robot version. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Okay. Oh, wait, I'm looking at pen takers here. Goes, at the moment, it goes Mares, De Bruyne, uh, Gundogan. Yeah, but that hasn't been updated, I don't think. I don't think it has either. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I just, think he'll come in and ask for that, that pen spot. Well, if he wants to be one of the top goal scorers of all time, taking pens is a big, big part of that. Yeah, so like, uh, let's move on to yeah, City sorry, Mids, sorry. which are also kind of up front as well. So we got Mares, Foden, put KDB in this whole conversation as well. Mm. And who else, boys? Look, I, I'm thinking actually Grealish. Grealish the and second, also the new kid, Alvarez. Yeah, look, for me, I, I'm really interested in Grealish because the more I have kind of read about him today as well is that he's been really sharp in preseason. He has been, yeah. Pep's been talking him up. And when Pep talks up a player, like he tends to play him. Like, mm. And there's often there's that second season um, thing with Pep where he kind of gets the most out of players in their second season. I just think like he said, he's been saying a lot about how well he's linking up with Haaland. Mm. He's looking good. He's given him the confidence. I mean, he did the same thing to Silver one season. Yeah, when he played him out wing. Remember, I, I drafted him based purely on the fact that like Pep was just frothing over mm. Silver. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't really see him as an amazing asset, but he did have a good preseason. Yeah. And that was a really good season for him. So I just think potentially with no Sterling there now, mm. less competition, he could be really frothy. But also the no Sterling and no Jesus thing, I think it favors Mares as well because of that right wing, which is where those two players more were catered to when they didn't play through the center. I mean, I thought 
Didn't Sterling play a bit on the left? Yeah, Sterling played on the left a lot. Yeah, it just I depends. thought he was mainly on the it right. It just depends no. how Pep wants the left footer because Foden's left footed too, so he could ah, if he okay, wants yeah, inverted, yeah. but it didn't always do that. I think the basically the chat, all the chat I've heard about it is questions because no one knows. That's true. And Pep Roulette, baby. It is Pep Roulette, <laughs> but I just there's something about Grealish to me. The one thing I want to raise about Grealish, I know it was Villa. He hasn't scored more than eight goals in the last like five seasons. In the last five seasons. Yeah. In a season. In a season. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. So three goals last year, six at Villa the year before, eight at Villa the year before that. Wow. So like I know it's different, but it's like we've never seen him hit numbers. That's like true. That before. Should we just quickly give Silver a shout out? 33 starts, be. 155 points. I wouldn't be picking him. You wouldn't be picking him? Because no, he only got those points. When your boy Tommy had him and he was playing forward. Yeah, okay. And then he dropped off like yeah. a fucking cold sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's... I wouldn't be picking him very high. I think the numbers will deceive people going into draft this year. Yeah, Bilva's not really high on my list anyway. He's more of like a, a squad player, like a free agent pickup yeah. with a bit of form for me. Yeah, okay. I like that. All right, let's talk defenders because this is another good defense. Mm. Uh, now, we've already mentioned his name, Cancelo. 201 points, 11 assists, and 27 bonus. Yeah, huge. massive. Huge. Um, what what kind of projection of points would you put on his name? Like, what, what would you think he's going to get this season in terms of points? Look, I, I think he'll get similar but not that high because I had him last year, so I was watching him ever so closely. And some of his assists came from the most audacious positions. <laughs> Like he was making these like top of the foot crosses from like the middle of the park or just past the Mm. the halfway line to get the assist. And sure, he might do that again, but they were like De Bruyne-esque passes that cut through defenses. And I'm not saying that it's fluky, but I don't know if he can pull it off two seasons in a row. And if Cucurella signs... Yeah, so but a competition from him there. Yeah, can I can I say one thing about Cancelo? Mm, he had can. seven assists last year. So many. It's not that many, dude. It's a lot for a defender. I think all those points are clean sheets. How many goals did he and get? Bonus one goal. What? That's so deceptive. Yeah, but that's still twenty-seven points plus thirty-three points. Why is he getting so many bonus? That's almost a quarter of his points. It's a fifth of his points. And he got 27 bonus. Yeah. And and the bonuses are coming from those assists and stuff. Yeah. like I I think a clean sheet combined with any sort of assist or goal mm, gives massive boost. He had some huge weeks, like single weeks. Yeah. Mm. It was was unreal. Double digits every week. I was like, are you kidding? Sorry, he had 11 assists. I don't know why this... Other websites giving me wrong. Yeah, that's, that's what I had. I had 11 assists. Yeah, this other website I've got okay. is giving me weird stats. Sorry, it's 11, 11 assists. assists. Okay, let's talk sorry, about sorry, Laporte sorry. and, and uh, the center yeah. of the park now. Because I think, you know, we know what Cancelo is. We think he can do it again, just maybe not that high. Apparently, Laporte's got a little bit of an injury at the moment. I don't think it's going to affect him long term. No. So I still think he's a pickup. But, you know, if you're going for like a big, you know, start, you probably want to pick up Diaz. I think you're going in terms of defenders approach. It's the three Liverpool players and Cancelo and then you've got the next and then maybe Diaz and then you've got Matip, Laporte. 
yeah. that's kind of your top like because Diaz faces seven. rotation, right? Like yeah. more so than Laporte. Laporte had thirty three starts, mm. um, and then I think it was Diaz. Yeah, he had six less starts than Laporte. So what? Uh, he had like twenty seven last year. I think he was out injured a few mm. a few okay. weeks. So it wasn't yeah, he was. it wasn't form. He's definitely their main defender. These two teams, Liverpool, Man City, like they're your top bracket mm-hmm. players that we're calling out. All right. Now, Edison, obviously. Yeah, same as Allison. If you can try and pick up, you know, these two, you're going to be <laughs> just play them the whole year. Guaranteed clean sheets. One thing that we'll say is I've heard that um, Allison faces more shots typically. He does. Um, than Edison. Edison gets like no bonus. No. Um, because he just he, he doesn't make any saves. Like no. it's kind of crazy. Anyway. He doesn't so make a lot of saves. I yeah. think Allison has more opportunity to uh score. Now, uh that's that's really covered City off nicely. Let's go on to uh United. Really interesting this year for them. I would say that their front three what's gonna happen with Ronaldo, I don't know. If he leaves, I think Martial climbs in value. Yeah, well, we, uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Well, what? Let's talk quickly just before we get into that. Let's talk about their transfers. They have mm-hmm. been a little quiet um, in terms of that. They've signed Ericsson. yeah, um, which will be good for them creatively. I think, yeah, depth wise, and also bringing him on in the last thirty minutes of a game to kind of help create. Mm. Yeah, um, and obviously his free kicks are amazing. Um, and then the other signing they made is Tyrell uh, Malasia. Mm-hmm. Uh, plays left back. Uh, I think it's worth keeping an eye on him. It's more whether he manages to take Shaw's spot. That's it. Which I think he still has to take it though. Yeah. But I I feel like Ten Hag's wanting to bring in more of his own men. It looks like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, look, that's for sure. And sure, that's for sure. And sure didn't uh, have the best of seasons. No. Uh, Now, quick rumor chat. Mm -hmm. Um, what What do you guys know about Anthony? Yeah, I don't actually know too much about him, but I know that they're very keen on him. Him and um, Frankie de Jong. Yeah, Frankie de Jong. Um, yeah, but Barca don't seem to want to let him go. Well, I mean, I don't think he wants to go either. He because, doesn't want to go. Because of the wage cuts that he's taken over the last couple of years to get paid extra. He's owed like seasons. 17 million. Yeah. yeah and I don't think he wants to go into a shitstorm of Man United either. Yeah. But I, he would be a good signing for them. They desperately need... A rep- I mean, something in their midfield there, like in the deep line midfield, maybe a bit of creativity there. Yeah. He's, I don't think he's got crazy like assists and goal stats though. So, I mean, for us, um, Anthony, yeah, keep an eye on that mm. because it's going to affect um, their other assets. But Frankie, you know, probably not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Now, forwards. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a, such an interesting season because obviously when Martial first came to the Premier League, he lit it up. I think he scored a, a two back-to-back braces or something and we thought that this guy was going to be like the new go. Yeah, yeah. And then it just seemed like he lost a bit of form, got a bit lazy when he did have his chances and yeah, he's really dropped off until this preseason. Had a run of shit managers. Like yeah, that's, just, you know, yeah, that yeah. doesn't help. That doesn't help. So and then Ronnie came and you know obviously completely take, yeah. took his space last year. But now Ronnie's not been at preseason. No, and Martial has basically been the first choice striker all of preseason. He's scored in each of his three preseason games, um, and has basically been preferred up front. 
you know, what kind of risk do you take there on him? It's so hard. I hope that I don't have the opportunity to pick him up. Mm. Even though I think that if he's getting the minutes, he's going to be a weapon. I just don't really want to get involved in the whole Man United shit fight at the moment. Well, the Martial Ronaldo thing, I, I honestly think Ronaldo, if he moves, will be a deadline day move. Yeah. Like, I just think it's going to be one of those ones that's like, he's just like, yeah, fuck it, I'll go to America. Or so, fuck it, I'll so go So, how do you approach that with that risk in draft? Like, are you not drafting him then? Or if it gets to you, Ronaldo's like, a fuck, man. Yeah. It's t- so I, scary like, to me. I don't want to draft him, but it's going to keep, tr- you know, like a lot of people will feel that way. Or there might be someone who's not paying attention and picks him up. But you know when like one of those players that we're all like, oh, he might be going, might be going, and he just like keeps knocking down, he keeps doesn't getting picked, and you're like, oh, just got to do it. I can't not pick Ronaldo third pick, like yeah. you know, like if Ronaldo gets third pick, I think he's going. Yeah, especially for last us with seven people, like it's and he scored eighteen goals last season. Only Kane had more points in yeah. the forwards. Anyway, it's just so many question marks, and he's I a don't, fucking name. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to go early on him, but I think it's if you can avoid him being your first striker. Mm. I think take that. Okay, <sighs> this links us. It, this links us well into our midfielders. Mm. Um, a player that suffered from Ronaldo being at the club is Fernandez. Yeah. Um, you know, he's had 10 goals, seven assists last season. Um, you know, still not terrible numbers, mm. um, but kind of lost out on penalties, right? He really lost out. And then when he did have the opportunity, he I felt that he had so much pressure on him from yeah. behind whatever, you know, was yeah. happening. Oh, the, the hot, hot breath that he nailed on your neck. He missed quite a few pens. And as a Fernandez yeah. owner last year, like I'll tell you, I think there was about three, possibly four. That yep. he missed, and you know, you got Ronaldo breathing down your neck. What are you going to do? You can't blame him. No, I, I, I would hate that. that but also because he wasn't that focal point, he wasn't the one steaming through the middle, yeah, and becoming the first line of attack, which yeah. he did a lot. And he mm. would just like spank one in. Yeah, he's got Ronaldo in front of him there, so he didn't have that direct route to goal. Yeah, look, very interesting. I honestly, I'd be keeping a very, very close eye on Fernandez because he was pretty consistent. For the season and a half, wasn't yeah. it? He yeah. came halfway through. He was amazing that first half season. He was really great second season. You know, Ronaldo did affect his points, but I'd I mean, still be even, comfortable even drafting if, him. Yeah, even if Ronaldo was still there, like he is a hundred percent a great pick. But yeah. where does he go for you guys? I think for me, probably close to the second round, depending on how big your league is. I yeah. think he's somewhere well, around the top 10-ish. And I think we'll remind people when we talk about this, we're in a seven-man league. Yeah. Just as a frame of reference. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd say somewhere around 10, 12. Really? I would say between 15 and 20. Whoa. Possib- I, think, I think there's better check picks that are with more you know, info about them that you could go for. There's too many question marks. Okay. I don't know because I still think I'd put him above Vardy. And I'd put him above Bowen and I'd put him above Madison and Richarlson. So I think 10 is a really good number, personally. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Uh, yeah, maybe actually with the wing backs involved, you throw around yeah. 12, maybe you're throw right. More yeah. players, defenders up. like, But no, no more than 12. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about two potential sleepers here. Rashi. You know, it's it's weird calling Rashi and Sancho sleepers. Yeah, but that's what they are. But that is what they are this season. Rashford had a shocker 
last mm. season with uh, injury for at least the first 10 game weeks or something and then uh, just really never found form. I think only had three returns uh, last season. But he's bagged a couple of goals in preseason. I think he's got an assist too. He's looking sharp. Um, and Sancho seems a little bit the same. Um, last season he only had three goals, four assists, but apparently he's been arguably Man United's best player in preseason. Yeah, I think three under goals. the new manager, he's looking really I good. I rate Sancho a lot more over Rashi. Than Rashi? Mm. I think Sancho is one of the top picks from Man United this year. Yeah, he should be. Higher than Bruno? He'd, he'd be up there for me. Ooh, wow! I just think he's got more potential. Like I think he's proven it a lot before coming to United and it's just that classic first season settling in shit manager turmoil. I think he could really thrive. If Ronaldo goes, I agree with you. Yeah. Sorry, if Ronaldo goes, I don't agree with you. Sorry. Really? So cuz I think that if Ronaldo goes, then Bruno comes so high up in value. Confident, mm. he gets his pens and he could be the Bruno that we saw for yeah. like two seasons before. Mm. I just feel like there's also like Bruno didn't have many other people around him like for Sancho is a pretty good outlet for a pass. So they're both going to just be good for each other. Yeah, I think it'd be hard to call who versus who, but I think mm. they're both good good picks. Mm-hmm. Now, Man United's defense, we're not going to spend much time here. Yeah, um, don't it, touch them. It's a mess <laughs> until you know what's going on with Ten Hag. And you know what? They could become a lot more solid defensively, but for me, as long as Harry Maguire is there, yeah. we won't be seen. <laughs> no. Especially if he's captain. No. Yeah, Ten Hag doesn't seem to be afraid to drop people and he hasn't played Maguire all the time. But I think Dallow could be a little bit of a pickup. You know, maybe a third, fourth defender could be a good option. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, I know we're not really mentioning De Gea, but uh, I don't I don't think he's worth mentioning unless United start keeping clean sheets. So let's move straight on to Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had a fair bit of movement in the transfer market. Miles, what have you seen from them? Yeah, so they brought Pope in. Um, Target from uh, Aston Villa came in. And also, I don't too, know too much about um, Botman. Yeah, Botman. Well, they spent about 34 mil on yeah. him. Yeah, new defender. I mean, that's a decent bit of, amount of cash. I believe he came from Lille. Um, mm. I don't have many stats on him, but I've heard positive things like yeah. i think they're happy about it yeah for me newcastle are kind of buying really smart like it's not like they're overreaching yeah like we all thought that they were just going to try and buy neymar like straight off the bat yeah they've been very clever but they like got you know eddie howe as their manager um mm. yeah, eddie yeah. Howe. yeah yeah i was like that didn't sound right <laughs> um but they got eddie howe like yeah he's a good manager but yeah. also like you know you just felt like they were just going to fucking buy everyone and be, you know, straight to the top. But they're they're building their way up. Mm. And they've really focused on building a good defense with those signings, wouldn't you say? Definitely. So Target and Trippier on their on their wings look really, really good. Um, in their midfield, I'm not too, you know, glued to anyone besides possibly Almiron, who's had a pretty decent preseason, a couple of goals this morning or mm. yesterday. Um, and yeah, so, and, and then in the forwards, I, I, I think that Wilson and St. Maximum are options. Yeah. Look, I, I'd agree with that. If they're going to get the minutes and if they keep that same form they had at the end of last season, mm. um, you know, Callum Wilson, if he can stay fit, he'd be a top scoring forward, no doubt. You he's know, just got to stay fit and 20 I, goals and six assists in 39 starts at Newcastle. He's you a know, freak. He's, yeah. you know, he's a good player, no doubt. If he gets the opportunity, he finishes it, doesn't he? He's a finisher. Maybe they'll manage his minutes better. Mm. Um, yeah, is anyone else of mention for you guys there or are we uh, happy to move on to Nottingham? 
I think the only thing would be just uh, Trippier. Trippier, yeah. Oh, sorry. Had a great yeah. had a great start to his um, Newcastle career. Got a massive injury. Great I think he could be a really up. solid like mid tier wing back. Yeah, pick definitely. Yeah, I think it's a really good option. How many clean sheets do they get? Not a lot. Really? No. Not, not even with the firming up of the defence. Oh, how many? No, this. Oh, season. I, sorry, I meant next last season. season. I think definitely a lot more than they. Because I think previously. at the back end of last season they had one of the best defences in the league. They had nine clean sheets. Um, Most of them were in the back end. Yeah. Oh, nine. Oh, yeah. I think it's about nine. The players kind of range from having six to nine clean sheets from last season. So, but I think most of them came at the end. I so think they'll have a lot more this. It's going to be a really telling season, and Newcastle might be one of those teams with lots of sleepers in them. Not necessarily sleepers, but maybe people that aren't doing their research and still yeah. see them as Newcastle. Yeah, they've gone from being a defense you don't touch to a defense you probably will end up yeah. having. I mean, someone and like, like the keepers, it's great. Okay, Nottingham Forest. Woo. Okay, they've uh, they've Welcome. A, there's a bit of movement. They've signed a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, I think they lost a lot of people from loans and whatnot, but they've brought in. Uh, well, Hito, do you want to just run us through them? Yeah, so they got um, Taiwe Awoi. <laughs> now you know Awoi. why I threw that off to you. I was like, Hito, uh, you can take care of it. Awoi, he's got great know. stats, by the great way. Great stats from um, the German league. German league. I think it came from Union um, Berlin. Mm. 15 goals, one assist and 31 appearances. I think that will be quite solid uh, mid uh, forward option. They've also brought in um, Dean Henderson on loan from United, goalkeeper. And we know he's a great keeper. Yeah, great keeper. Um, they've got Nico Williams, a backup youngster right back from Liverpool. I think he'll be a starter and potential some attacking returns there. And they've also got Lingard on free. Yeah, that's a really interesting pick. Yeah, and I mean, I've heard that they're playing like a, I I think it's like a four one. No, anyway, they have two strikers and one someone in the hole. Yeah, it's almost and like a five three two. Is that what it is? Yeah. Five three two. Yeah, kind of. So, but basically, like Lingard will play in behind two strikers, which mm. will be that Taiwo Awan. Uh, sorry, Awanini, Awan Johnson. And Johnson. Mm. So why don't we just go straight into the forwards now? Yeah, like I, I think that as a probably a third striker, I'd be picking up one of the Nottingham strikers. Yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like with the goals that um, at least Johnson has scored. He scored 15 goals in his last 28 appearances. Mm. You know, I'd pretty, also be happy with the on. second if I've got a strong mid and defense. I think they could easily be a second. Yeah. Like a, it's like a turn, like, tourney last year. Like it's a, a strong playing every game. Mm. Yeah. No Champions League, no and, Europa, nothing. Just and they play well. Yeah, I had a look at some highlights, and they're not just like a like a Burnley, for yeah. example. Uh, Johnson is also on pens. Yeah, Johnson's on pens. Yeah. So you know, you also got that. So it just definitely gives him a little bit more consistency yeah. and opportunity to score. Um. Yeah, okay. Midfielders, I don't really have much on their midfield. You've got um, Jack Colback, he's back in the Prem, um, mm-hmm. and Co- um, Cafu as well. But are they but exciting you in no, any way? I'm not picking them up. If they, they go have, hot, they, they go hot. They don't have many um, stats behind them from last season. So yeah. And is anyone touching their defense? I think it's like a wait and see, just to see how they line up against against Premier League teams, if they can keep, keep them out. They brought in a few defenders um, in the transfer window. Mm. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how they kind of gel. I think Nico team. Williams is maybe one of those names. Yeah, Nico mentioned before and probably um, Tofolu as mm. well. I think he looks good. 
Okay. Um, now, I think Hendo will probably face a lot of shots and being a good goalkeeper, we've seen players in teams like that um, yeah. perform mm. quite well before. So maybe a good second goalkeeper pick. Yeah, I think even a first. Yeah, I He'll know. He'll end up being someone's first, you definitely. You second. Yeah, or it could be your second. Yeah, yeah. be a good option. Okay, Southampton. Well... Pretty no. under- underwhelming, hey. Yeah, always as is. they always are. Yeah, <laughs> mostly. Mm. I think there's only one person we ever want to talk about. <laughs> That's Southampton. JWP baby, our boy. Yeah, well, they've only really signed uh, Joe Aribo, um, who's yeah typically a midfielder, but I think he finished last season as a replacement striker and scored like nine goals and eight assists. Mm. So, you know, he only moved into that position late on in the season. So, not a bad haul. Yeah, not too bad. But whether he'll play up front is exactly, the and they haven't got Broha back from Chelsea on loan, so no, he's no, looking quite thin up front. So that he, so he could he could play up there, but you know, and Shay Adams finished really well, so it'll be hard to get that spot from him. Yeah. They only like to play one up front, so yeah. And these are your like third pick strikers for sure. Yeah, I'd be happy with getting Shea as my third pick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's your droppable rotation spot. Yeah. So the man, the myth, the legend, the goal swinging celebration, JWP. Yeah, I'm I'm actually really surprised that he's still at Southampton. I thought that he definitely would have got his move he's, by now. He's had he's a loyal boy. Um 159 points, he's on pens, free kicks, all of his goals come from that bar one last season. Mm. Nine of his goals of 10. Um but I think one of those things is we always look at him and he doesn't look that sexy. No. I mean, but finally he's become a little bit sexy because if you stick oh. with him the whole season, 150 plus points is great points. Yeah, it really is. And probably no better man to tell us about him than you because you stuck with him. I did, yeah. And it paid off. Yeah. Their consistency is key. Last three seasons is, you know, pulled in a decent amount of goals for a mid table midfielder. Yeah. I mean, he's on every free kick. Fifth pick. I mean, sometimes he was undrafted. Yeah. And you you just got him as a free agent. Yeah. He got a bit of form and you jumped on it and you held on. Yeah, they, the goals come very far between. Mm. But yeah, it's that pick wave. You just have him as your fourth, fifth mid potentially or you just go early and play for that consistency. Mm. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot to talk about with this next team. Spurs. Wow. <sighs> Is Lots it going to be one of those yeah, years where everyone's talking about Spurs and they don't show up? <laughs> it's the Antonio Conte factor for me. Yeah, I know they've had some yeah, good managers through there, but like, there's something different about them. They hadn't me. just sold Bale and then yeah. spent uh, like 40 mil on Soldado. Remember that guy? Yeah, I know. <laughs> they um and Lamella. Oh, yeah, oh, that was amazing. But he forever will. They've have bought yeah, well this goals. time, though. Yeah, they've really off. bought well. Fire him off for a smile. Yeah, yeah, go. yeah. So Perisic has come in on a free. Um, Fraser Forster, backup keeper. Uh, Basuma from Brighton, they've got him, and I think he's a really versatile player, can play in a couple of positions. Uh, Richarlison from Everton, which is probably their best signing, and that's going to be really, really helpful for Kane and Son and even Kulusevski. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then even in defense, they got this guy called Spence. Yeah, Jed. 
and I think he's going to be Nottingham. Really, and did you really mention yeah. uh, Lengale as well? Clement oh, sorry, Lengale. and Lengale as well. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. I mean, me. talk about firming up. Like mm. they've just given themselves Champions League depth for yeah. me because yeah. they they've got a you know decent team to play off there as a starting level, and they've only strengthened them. They might have even improved on some of those positions. Perisic is yeah. super versatile. Is traditionally a winger, but has been playing as a wing back. Yeah, but he is a bit older. Yeah, but. Yeah, and 100%. He's going to be a rotation player, no doubt. He's 33, mm. but still eight goals, seven assists last season yeah. um, being played as a wing back. He's a defender in the fantasy system. So that's only good for him, yeah. really, because he actually may be used as cover up as a wing. Yeah, Like he might get used all around because he is versatile. He could be really good. I just think that you you just got to watch out a little bit of all the hype. Like he has come from a different league. The Premier League is not where he came from. So just be a little bit careful with him. Yeah, but I like I like Tottenham for clean sheets this year. Mm. Conte is tr- traditionally quite good with his defense. Yeah, and you know, like someone like Perisic, he could get some good minutes. Uh, you know, if he's a midfielder, gets clean sheet points. Like, or if he's playing very attacking, getting clean sheet yeah. points, you can't fault that. And this is the last season before Conte throws his toys out of the pram. Yeah. So this and this is where Enjoy he usually goes. Is well. it really? Enjoy the ride. Oh, yeah. just on based just on based on history. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Harry. Let's talk about Harry and Son at the same time. Yeah. The, well, they are. What are you putting first? Are you putting Son or Kane? Son. Yeah. Son for me, just because he's a midfielder. Okay. I'm yeah. not basing that off the fact that I think Kane's going to have a bad season. I think Kane's going to have a good season. Mm. I just don't think, based on Son's reputation from the last couple of seasons, that Kane can outscore him without being a midfielder. That's a- and the point. amount of that Harry has now dropped back to be that kind of, you know, he drops deep to provide a, a yeah. long ball. That ga- game style is, you know, just going to lend more to goals for Sonny. And Richarlison, he can play up front. So it might just mean that Harry gets a little bit more rest. Yeah. Mm. That could be a good thing that no doubt, like, yeah. you know, he basically plays every minute of every game. Yeah. Um, so maybe that rest will help him. Um, but yeah, Son, I mean, he scored 23 goals last season and none of them were penalties. Yeah. yeah he's a cooked. freak. Like that's nuts. That yeah, is nuts. Cooked. That's honestly, that's basically better scoring. Than Salah. Than Salah. It is, yeah. yeah. So you really have to respect that. And I, if he's not in those, I mean, you know, we were talking about Holland and if he could even go fourth pick. Well, yeah, Son is going to potentially push him to that. Yeah. I was having an argument with someone about, they were saying, oh, Son in budget is so overpriced at 12 million. And I'm like, yeah, but he doesn't, he's not on pens and he basically outscored Salah, the GOAT. Yeah. Like, come on. He should yeah. be even higher than 12 almost. Yeah. yeah. Should be matched 100%. Yeah. But uh, one thing is he may face rotation a bit more this year with Champions League and a really congested fixture and list. do those goals spread around the team more? I think potentially they might. Richarlison, mm. a proven goal scorer. Um, but also... Kulisewski had a great But they also season. may just score more goals. Yeah, they could. Because, you know, like with only two players scoring the majority of their goals, they might just score a bit more. Ah, yeah. He's a very good pick. Yeah. I think he's like top three picks. Yeah, me too. It's Salah, Haaland. And he's not going to World Cup, is he? Is South Korea going? Yeah, they are. Oh, they are. They are. Yeah. So is Kane as well. Yeah. So they're going to be tired. Yeah. That's my worry. I don't think that we need to talk about too many other midfielders. So let's just go straight to the defense. 
Yeah, well, it's interesting here because of Perisic, um, mm. he's going to create... He's on the right, I think. Left. Oh, left. Yeah. Oh, apologies, left. Yeah. And Doherty usually uh, should on, be on the right. On the right. Yeah. There's talk of them trying to sign another right back, so I don't think Conte is like settled on. Where does Spence play? Um, in the middle. Oh, he plays in the middle. And so does Langley. Langley, I think, is left-footed. Mm. Yeah, he does play. Like, it's... I think he wants to play, like, left of... A back three. Langley. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And from what I've heard, he's actually a good ball player. Um, mm. And usually a bit exposed defensively in a four. Yeah. But in a three, it might be a bit... And yeah, yeah then you got Romero and Dia, yeah. as I like to call him. Dia. I think they're solid. Um, the fact that they you know, came fourth in the league last year, I think that's how you kind of position them mm. as their quality of assets in fantasy. Like they're kind of not that first top tier. But they're definitely up right there. there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are right there. No, I, I'd agree. Um, yeah, really, Matt Doherty's 55 points. I think we'll be seeing more unless we see an injury. Yeah, or unless he just is not favoured. But if he gets that spot, he'll be very uh, appealing. Okay, now let's move on to our uh, last team here, West Ham. Ooh. Second last. Second last. Wolves, oh, Wolvesy's hiding down the bottom. We don't have much on them, but we'll try, boys. Yeah, it will be a quick finish. Um, West okay, Ham. West Ham signings. Yeah. Someone, go. Um, well, the Aguad? main one is uh, Skamaka. Skamaka. New forward. New forward. Yeah, 30 mil. In Syria New last guy. year. Yeah, 30 mil. Definitely need those goals up front. Antonio's a bit of a flop in that sense. Well, yeah, and it's going to be interesting because what Bowen was basically played up there, right? Yeah. So this could affect his points. Well, will affect his points. Mm. Um, and is he a forward or a mid this year? Bowen? Yeah. He's a mid. Well, okay. So he could He's still, still there, yeah. Ball. Um, yeah, the only other names I'm seeing here are uh, Ariola from PSG. Yeah. Um, and... Aguard. 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 Nayef Aguard. But they spent 30 mil on him, so I'm, I, don't, I feel it's, a bit silly because I don't know who he is. But. So he's a defender, like central defender, oh, okay. and he's going to really, really shore it up. I think Kufal played uh, in that position. Yeah. No, Suchek. Wait, I always get confused with those two. Now, Suchek could play as um, his Mid, midfielder. Defensive yeah. midfielder. So Kufal, I think he's trying to take over. Kufal was like right back. They have Dawson and like Zuma. Oh, yeah, Kufal's um, on the right. Bonga. Diop, a few of their center. Yeah. So it should be Zuma and Aguad. I'm not really sure, to be honest. I like think there was so. a lot of rotation last year. It was really hard to pick West Ham defense. I mean, for me now, actually, like if you look at it, they've really tried to shore up their defense. If they spent a fair bit there, um, and Flynn Downs is also um, a center defensive mid, probably likely to be, you know, filling in the empty hole left by Noble, who retired. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he had like the highest pass completion rate throughout England's top four divisions. Crazy. And only, and guess who was second? Declan Rice. Wow. Oh, Jeez. so yeah, the boys yeah. can pass. They're just going to pass to each other. Yeah, they're just going like, hey, one, two, <laughs> three, <laughs> four. <laughs> like a pinball machine. Yeah. Look at our stats. Look at our stats. <laughs> I think West Ham will be a really interesting one because they had such a standout season last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering if they can back it up. I believe that they could. Um, we haven't even mentioned Ben Rama yet. I think that he still will make the starting 11. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, no doubt. I mean... And then we've got to mention Creswell, guys. I think he's one of the most consistent defenders in the last couple of yeah, years. Cressy, that, how many that, points that did he get last year? Tier. I think he got about 140-something, but he was injured for about 10 115. Games. 115, yeah. So he was injured for quite a while. Yeah, he so, was. 
I, I think they're a hard team because they kind of outshone la- themselves last year mm. and people outperformed too. So there's a lot of question marks of can they do it again? Yeah. And are they playing in um, Europa League? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. They have that additional thing, but they have created oh, a bit of actually, depth. I think there. they might have missed out, actually. No. Oh, did they? they but uh, if you look they at. They came seventh. They've signed up players in positions they needed. So I that's fine, isn't they it? They feel like they've yeah. done a good job in the transfer market for me. I think so, yeah. Okay, last one Wolves. Oh! <laughs> Wolves are boys. Not great fantasy prospects <coughs> previous few seasons. No. Jimenez really hasn't uh, lit up. Not last year, and I mean, no. he had that horrible head injury. So, uh, for me, I was expecting that. Yeah. Ideally, you don't want him to be your main striker. No, definitely not. Second striker could be an option, though. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, but he could he could always light up. That's the thing. He can. And if they manage to get their shit together, well, you've got to keep an eye on him. They just I, don't score a lot of goals per game. No, no. That's the thing with them. I He's, do like Neto, Is he a though. second striker, though? Like, will he be someone's second? Probably will be because he plays every week and mm. by the time you chew through the striker options. Mm. But it's not like... Ideal. I'm not, I wouldn't be stoked to have him. Well, let's pick him if I needed a striker. I'd probably prefer, like, Johnson or something from Nottingham, to I'd be probably rather take a punt on, like, Awoye or... To be honest, just because... But, you know, Neto and Potence are back in the midfield and they were out for... Most of last yeah, year, yeah, actually. And, and they're looking good in preseason. And they were great the year before that, before they, they were injured. Were. So Me too, yeah, maybe they just needed that creative spark. Well, maybe Jimenez they definitely they definitely that. missed that yeah. for sure. So yeah, uh, in preseason, Neto has three goals, one assist, and Potence has the same. Yeah. So both of them are scoring. Um, Wolves have played a lot of preseason matches. Great midfield and, options. You know, I just think that like more sleeper picks. Yeah. Yeah. What, it's like fourth mids? Even third, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, like it depends how deep your leagues are. But yeah, I even think, you know, those guys can fit into the third. Well, they've got one more preseason game, giving us one more chance to have a look at them before they Mm. start. And I know it's still preseason, but if we're seeing more goals from them, like after that, you're going, they're worth looking at. Yeah. Yeah. And just to sum it up, uh, round it up, even their wing backs, you know, eight Nori and Johnny, uh, I think that they could, they could, there was some Get good there. flashes of defensive. Yeah. They kind of dropped away last year, but they definitely had some periods of return for sure. Yeah. And um, one of the guys is left, um, the old dude who played wing back. Oh, Fuck, what was his name? Well, Cody was their outstanding player. He had 138 points, which is nothing to snub at at a team that's only mid finish mid table. Who's that fucking guy? Yeah, guy. He was like the old dude that filled in. Spring. But yeah, anyway. All right, let's round it out at that. Round it out. At the okay. lack of memory. Boys, it's been a long pod, but preseason pods always are. There's so much to download. There is a lot. Um, do you want to round us out with one last little draft tactic chat? Because we didn't we didn't circle back. No, I wouldn't mind it. Draft tactic. Okay, don't, don't drink too much at the start. Oh, that's short and sweet. Yeah. Drink a lot after the fifth pick. Yeah, because I made a massive mistake that almost cost me the league last year in round three because I had too many bloody fireballs that you egged me on to do. Bobby was the egg. And I almost lost the league because of it, because of Team Overner. So (laughs) you can always pull it back. Okay. I don't know if I brought this up last week, but I think I brought it up after the pod. 
But there is a little helpful tip that you're never going to miss a fantasy deadline with. Uh, you can go to uh, pl.ecal.com and you can sync your phone calendar to have all the FPL deadlines come Sounds up. Sounds like you definitely well, they need sponsored that. us. But how good is that? They should sponsor this. I need that shit. I need that little reminder. You go, need that. So oh, bad. I need to put my team. In. You need a lot more than Ooh, that, I though. I, I just, you it's know what? They also, they it. also need a little um, draft deadline one too. Oh, for waiver, for waiver yeah. wire. Ooh. Maybe we should create one. <laughs> Spicy. Like join our Google <laughs> Calendar. <laughs> yeah, join our calendar. No, we just have an app that just does everything. Yeah. Podcast. Mm. All right, leads. Hito, give us yours. What's your draft tactic? Don't draft Bamford first. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a wrap. See you later, boys. Bye. Bye. Draft boys.